0: King of Endless
1: Glory. Praise to
0: you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of Endless
1: With your spirit, from the Holy Gospel to John.
0: Glory to you, O Lord.
1: Before the feast of Passover. Had already induced Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot, to hand him over. So during supper, fully aware that the Father had put everything into his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God, he rose from supper and took off his outer garments. around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with a towel around his waist. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Master, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What am I am doing, you do not. with me. Simon Peter said to him, Masters, then not only my feet, but my hands and head as well. Jesus said to him, Whoever is bathed has no need except to have his feet washed, for he is clean all over. So you are clean, but not all. For he knew who would betray him. this reason he said not all of you are clean so when he had washed their feet and put his garments back on and reclined the table again he said to them do you realize what i have done for you you call me teacher and master and rightly so for indeed wash your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow so that I have done for you, you should also do. The gospel of the Lord.
0: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One and the same gesture can have a multitude of meanings. And I don't even mean inserting culture or language into this. Think about it this way. Kissing a baby is a very different thing than kissing your wife. I kiss a lot of babies. There's a reason I don't kiss your wife. (laughs) Opening the door in order to kick somebody out is a very different thing than opening the same door in order to invite somebody in. And I've had plenty of handshakes that felt as much like threats as words of welcome. One gesture. Many meanings. But in Jesus' day, foot washing had only one meaning. One very distinct meaning. And it was the guy doing the foot washing was the lowest on the totem pole. Feet were washed by slaves, or if you couldn't afford a slave, a servant, or if you couldn't afford a servant, the kid who was big enough to actually do it, but young enough, the others could kick him if he didn't. Foot washing meant service, not in the positive sense that we try and inculcate now. Foot washing meant service in the most negative and derogatory and dismissive sense that we know. Today, our God, who sits at the top of every totem pole and beyond, stoops down to wash our feet. The creator of the world kneels before his creature, the master of the universe makes himself subject to his subjects. He puts himself at the bottom in order to lift us up. And then, and then, he challenges us to do the same. In los días de Jesús, el levado de los pies tenía un solo significado, la mayoría de la gente no usaba zapatos y, eh, y que si lo hacían tenían la punta abierta pero no había alcantarillas pluviales ni desagües, la gente caminaba corría y tropezaba por las calles y las letrinas y el bosucro, el bosucro del, ca- del casos, o cerca de en nuestro tiempo Y la solución fue lavarte los pies. Piense en desinfectante de manos en uh, nuestro día. Hace algo real, pero mucho más importante señala algo a, a los demás y a nosotros mismos. So it's a bit like, like hand sanitizer works today. It does a real thing, but as much as it does a real thing, it signifies something. Both to the person doing the sanitizing and to everybody else around him. Solo los esclavos lavaban los pies. O si no tuvieras un esclavo o un sirviente, y si no tienes un sirviente, entonces un hijo más menor que podría. Era literalmente el punto más bajo de todo the el totem pole. Pero hoy, hoy, en esta noche, Dios, que se sienta en lo alto del de, de, de la, de, de totem pole, se mueve hacia abajo. El Creador se inclina para lavar sus siervos. El Maestro se hace sujeto a sus alumnos. Dios inclina por nosotros. Y luego nos desafía. Nos desafía a hacer lo mismo. I'm wearing the fanciest clothes that we own in the parish. I put on all the extra kit, and I do it tonight on purpose because it's the one time that I can get away with stripping in front of all of you. (laughs) Some clothes are made not so much to be put on as taken off, In fact, hats in the church in general, whether it's the little tiny priest's hat or the big tall bishop's hat, is mostly to be noticed when it's taken off. If you noticed even during the reading there, whenever the name of Jesus came, I bopped my hat. Now, that can get fussy, but the idea is exactly right. We put on certain clothes in order to take them off because if we can get gussied up, then when we strip down, it means something. I don't dress the way that I do, here or outside, to prove some sort of point about priesthood apart from this. I strive very, very hard, as a priest, to be first servant, to be welcoming and inviting and hospitable, to be outgoing and collecting people closer to Christ, to make myself and the priests who cooperate with me available in the sacraments, especially that in the confessional. But, I live the way I do and I dress the way I do because I am under no illusions about being important. And Jesus, who has the best claim of all to being the most important person in the world, takes it all off. Takes it all off. Not only to show how much he loves you, but actually to do it. I've had the privilege in the last week of preaching to my brother priests both here in our own Diocese of Des Moines and then uh, on Monday in the Diocese of Davenport. So half of the priests in the state are either much holier than they were before, or I am never getting hired again. We did this in association with the Chrism Mass, which is the mass that the bishop has around this time of year to bless the oils. And the chrism mass is theoretically celebrated this morning, the morning of Holy Thursday. That's impractical for us for a lot of reasons. But the reason it's associated with today is because today we keep the memory not only of the inauguration of the Holy Eucharist, but of the priesthood, of the apostolic ministry. And so it is most fitting that your priests show themselves servants today so that they know and you know exactly where they stand. And, like Peter, we each of us have to be willing to face our own stuff before we'll be able to help other people. Peter's problem with having Jesus wash his feet isn't the feet washing, it's the Jesus you can't do that that's not your place and jesus puts peter in his place el inclinable he stoops down for him he stoops down for you so in just a few moments we're going to wash feet and you're going to see your priest try to do exactly what he was ordained to do. Now, obviously, it's not possible for each of us individually to have our feet washed. But I want, as you watch these brothers and sisters of yours, these icons of the Lord's mercy, I want you to imagine the people whose feet you ought to be washing, parents, your children, bosses, those who work for you, Anyone with responsibility for anyone, the people you got responsibility for. And I want you to be imagining the Lord washing your own feet. Those places in your life where, like Peter, you're not sure yet you want him to go. And then, by the time we get to the grand and great celebration of the Holy Eucharist, I want you to be ready to let him in. I want you to be willing to be washed.